0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on a huge night of Premiership action. Rangers travel to Aberdeen looking for a second win under Michael Beale amid lots of talk about how the hosts will approach the game. And speaking of which, Ange Postacoglu is not happy with people lumping Celtic and Rangers together and Motherwell have completed the signing of Sligo Rovers defender Shane Blaney. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me tonight you have Gordon DL and Mark Wilson. Well the World Cup seems a distant memory now and we're right back into Premier Action midweek starting with a huge game tonight at Pataudry Aberdeen against Rangers. Jim Gooden under a wee bit of pressure from his own fans for their team's display against Celtic at the weekend. It'll be interesting to see if he changes that up. And Michael Beale obviously looking to carry on from the game last week against Hibs and then over to the rest tomorrow night. Looking forward to a jam packed midweek. Yeah, delighted to be back, especially after the weekend of football starting Thursday night. Exciting. It's up to Rangers tonight again to put that little bit of pressure, try and close that gap to six, put the pressure on the Celtic tomorrow night. I don't think many fans of Livingston go to Celtic Park, but that doesn't matter. Rangers have got to come take care of business at Petordre. And the question was, will John Goodwin park the bus again? 01419511025. He asks the questions, you provide the answers. That's the way this works. So come on then. How are you feeling about the game tonight? Aberdeen fans, Rangers fans. If you're on the way up, you might still have us. You might be able to listen and call uh, as you make the trip up. If you're staying put and watching it on the TV, then we'd certainly love to hear from you. This is the bit I miss the most over those five weeks. That big game feel... Those big nights where we just share the build-up together. You come on and tell us who needs to play, what names must be in the team sheet, who you don't want to see anywhere near the place, what the tactics should be, how you see the game going, and everything in between. 0141 951 1025. So what should the team look like, Rangers fans? Are you taking a risk on Conor Goldson and Ben Davies? What does the bit in front of them look like? If you would you go a bit more defensive in midfield, going to Petodre, if you've got something else up your sleeve, all of your suggestions, please. And of course, something that has been bubbling away in the last couple of nights. How will Aberdeen approach this? Will they do the same as they did against Celtic at the weekend? Or should we stop lumping those two together as Ange Postacoglu is requesting? You can let us know. 0141 or Twitter at Clyde. SSB So give us a call Right now please I can see actually Pictures still coming in From um, From Argentina Gordon From Buenos mm. Aires Tell me That you The biggest World Cup sceptic All you've done is moan about mm-hmm. it You were fed up with it You weren't watching it Please tell me You managed to find Some enjoyment In that final yeah, on Sunday Yeah I think uh, I think I'd be telling Fibs If I didn't enjoy the the last sort of a 20 minutes of the oh, game right, okay. and extra time minutes. the penalties I actually at one point like most people thought this is over at 2-0 I turned over and was watching the golf now hold on nobody else turned over though just to be clear about that <laughs> yeah well I, I, I was more interested in the other side and eventually got a text saying oh it's exciting now um, <laughs> so I, I, look well done, I think the theory. <laughs> how, how hard that is for him to say. I, I mean, I actually sat and watched it 
with a smile on my face because I thought this guy's moaned for five weeks. He was moaning on Saturday saying, oh, this third place game's the best game and oh, can't wait till it's over. And then we arguably got one of the greatest games of football ever with two of the biggest stars producing. We had everything. And he said it was okay. And he says it was okay. <laughs> Look, I enjoyed I enjoyed the excitement like everyone else. Let's be honest about it. And but I've got to be honest as I can here. I am so glad it's over. <laughs> Let's look forward to our league. Let's look forward to our league. I don't mind that at all. We can do both at the same time. So please, then, Rangers fans, Aberdeen fans, how are you feeling about tonight? How do you see the game going? What should the team look like? Who would you like to see involved? From a Rangers perspective Are you taking a chance On Conor Goldson And Ben Davies Would you would you rush them Would you put them back in Because this is such a big game Or do you have to be mindful Of the schedule That's coming up And what on earth Will Aberdeen's tactics be Because we've speculated About it for the last Couple of days And tonight is the night How will Aberdeen Approach this so Of course later We'll hear from Ange Postacoglu We'll build up to Celtic Livingston And cover anything else That's out there but it goes without saying Aberdeen v Rangers very much in the forefront of our minds right now. So come on, let's do it. 0141 951 1025. To set the scene for you, let's go to Pitodri. Gabriel is there for us. Yes, I am Gordon. A chilly night up here in the northeast ahead of this massive clash between Aberdeen and Rangers. Well, the Beale era began with an enthralling 3-2 comeback victory over Hibernian on Thursday night, but the new manager knows it was far from a good performance. He claims his team must improve if they're to head back down the road this evening with all three points. That's because they face a resolute Aberdeen side who are just three minutes away from holding champion Celtic to a stalemate here at the weekend. Manager Jim Goodwin acknowledged the frustration of some Dons fans at his defensive tactics and he says they have the right to complain. However, he reminded everyone that he is the manager at the end of the day and he will choose the team's tactics. So the big question we've been asking is will he stick or twist? Will he sit deep, play the five at the back and try and hold Rangers all game, holding on for a point, perhaps even more if they can launch some counter-attacks? Or will he play on the front foot, open up like his team did at Ibrox back in October, taking a one-goal lead before succumbing to a 4-1 defeat? What about the visitors then, Rangers? Well, speaking yesterday, Michael Beale claimed he has two main focuses right now. One of them is to build his team's style. Of course, it's just his second game. He wants to give them clarity on how they want to play whilst making them hard to beat. But the second is to get his team fit and healthy again. There's still no Antonio Cholac. He headlines a long absentee list that includes both of the club's left-backs and several other key players. However, vice-captain Connor Goldson and fellow centre-halves Leon King and Ben Davies are available again for the Jers. Whether Beal brings them in from the start is a different question. I'll bring you the team news when it does come in the next 40 minutes or so but really looking forward to this one another ferocious fixture between two teams sitting second and third in the table of course a Don's win would be huge not only points wise but also it would be Goodwin's biggest scalp since he's been in the Pataudry hot seat and whilst the tough tests keep coming for Michael Beale he will tell you more than anything the most important thing is just a win and taking a chance to close the gap on Celtic down to six points again before the league leaders play tomorrow Come on then, for the next 40 minutes you can do the old uh, psychic routine and try and predict who's going to play uh, and maybe get your wish list in there as well and of course the narrative I can use it, Hugh Keevan's most hated word because he's not here the narrative this week has all been about Aberdeen being very negative against Celtic and question marks about how they will uh, fare how they will approach things against Rangers so come on then, 01419511025 the thing I love about this Gordon 
Aberdeen v Rangers at Pataudry in any season, at any time of any season, is one of the fixtures you look out for. And that's before you even get to the Michael Beale factor, the how will Aberdeen approach it factor, the fact we've been off for five weeks factor. It really has all the ingredients of a, a cracker tonight. Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, there's so many talking points and we don't even know the team yet. That's the excitement of our league being back. The five weeks has been a big miss. Uh, Aberdeen obviously set their tactics out against Celtic. I'm not against that. Um, I do understand a bit of it. But where my argument was always going to be, look, if you're just going to sit there and kick the ball up the pitch and wait for Celtic to come and attack you with the quality, they will eventually, you know, break you down. And that's what happened. Now, Aberdeen fans were up in arms. Rangers got there. And you look and see if... If you look at this game, the now you say Celtic and Rangers are different. I hear uh, what Ange Postacoglu is saying. Rangers got there. I don't think Rangers have lost up there in about nine games. So, and I don't think Aberdeen will beat Rangers in the, the league in the last 13, 12, 13 games. Who's this guy? He's been doing his research before <coughs> right. he comes in. That break has yeah. served you well. Yeah, that's when you switch a World Cup off, you get plenty of time mm-hmm. in your hands. 2016, it was James well, Madison scored the free kick. We're on the ball here tonight. We, we, listen, tune in, we're, we are on the ball. Uh, so, <laughs> what I'm saying then is, if that's the case and Jim fears Celtic so much, is he going to all of a sudden just change his tactics, go right, everybody up front and go forward and let's get um, on the front foot? Me personally, I think he's got to because I think he's put himself in such a position and the fans will not accept doing the same tactics as they, they tried to achieve on Saturday against Celtic. Or will they? If it works, let us know. 01419511025. Scott's in Paisley to kick things off. Uh, what do you think tonight, Scott? What's your point ahead of this game? Uh, obviously, the team... Against him uh, at the weekend, there. Mm-hmm. The defending, obviously, for Kevin Nisbet's goal was nothing short of shambolic. It should never have happened. Tavenier switched off. Lidstrom playing at centre back didn't get good to about 60 minutes in. Uh, James Sands, not really. But the, the question I've got is why have Rangers signed John Sutter? Why? Because we know he's injury prone. Uh, Ross Buell uh, No Ross Buell Ross Wilson uh, Ross Wilson Get pulled up about this At the AGM About signing a player But I'd like to see Goldson in the other night I'd like to see A return for Conor Goldson Against Aberdeen Yeah I mean, qu- Quickly on the, the John Souter thing mm. we, we, We've been Kind of here before Maybe nights like tonight's Bringing it to the forefront Of, of Scott's mind What's your take on that Before we get into The, the stuff about tonight I, <clears throat> I can totally understand The frustration From the Rangers supporters Totally get that Player will be frustrated that, I, I was just coming to that point Gorn But you've got to think for the player Now the one thing is I think John Shooter is a very very good defender indeed Right, He was flying high He'd get his move to Rangers Scotland team He was doing well And all of a sudden He picks up that other injury That knocks him back again This is the, what's happened to the lad Throughout his career I totally take on board what the Rangers fans are saying because if you sign a guy and then you look at the weekend, uh, sorry, Thursday night, you've got two midfield players playing centre-half. Mm. You know, <clears throat> that you, you won't get away with that every single game. Now, tonight, as Scott says, I think if Golson is fit, I think he's 100% certain to start. I think he's that important to Rangers. You can maybe argue, will he play, you know, for instance, Sands in there with him? <coughs> 
Will he play King? Because I think he's back in the squad. Am I right in saying that, Gordon? I think he's fit. So, but I, I definitely think if you're picking one out of all these defenders, that you're going to take a chance in a weighted mm. Pataudry tonight. Mines would be Connor Golson all day. Yeah, just quickly on the, the John Souter point, Mark. The manager says these. You know, I think they were aiming sort of mid to late January for, for him to return. So we'll see. Um, on Connor Goldson tonight, do you think he comes straight back in? It's a very heavy schedule that's coming up. How yeah. do you manage it? I would say he would go straight back in. If he's fit, if he's been training, yeah, I would put him in. Like we said last Thursday when the teams were read out, it was an, uh, an area that we highlighted when you've got Sands and Lundstrom in there. It doesn't, it's never going to be perfect that two midfielders in there. I think you get away with it if there's an actual out and out centre half playing beside them. But the problems were there to be seen. So I think if Goldson's anywhere near fit, he will come back in. I think one of the other two may partner, or like Daz says, if King's fit, then he'll be back in. And that's good news for Rangers and Beal because I actually think Goldson has been the main player that's been missed. I know there's been other injuries and other players dropping in at the squad and in it. In and out of form But I think Goldson's the one That they've really missed Since our Liverpool game uh, I mean Scott Does it worry you That if, if there was to be Another makeshift backline Would that worry you tonight Or If Aberdeen are as defensive As they were at the weekend Maybe the backline Won't get tested That maybe links the two Topics together What do you think Well Aberdeen always Bring a game to Rangers Rangers always take a game To Aberdeen uh, To be honest I think the Kevin Nisbet goal against us in the weekend was a wake-up call for the back line. It was a wake-up call for Beal to say, right, this isn't this. What he's planning isn't going to work. My back four tonight would be Tavernier. Obviously, you can't drop Tavernier. He's a captain. Uh, Goldson, Ben Davies, and Devlin. Oh, Devine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, maybe Leon King. Um, again, Mark, that it does. There is there is a perfect link here because. If the game was to pan out like it did at the weekend, you two could play centre half for yeah, yeah, good point. Aberdeen. However, Ange Postacoglu, as we'll get to later, is quite right to point out that's a very different challenge, you know, and, and then that's before we even get to the fact that Aberdeen either because they're stung by the criticism or because they do feel like they've got more of a chance of attacking Rangers anyway. Might go for it. And in Miovsky, you've got the top scorer in the league, you've got Duke. Is it therefore important Rangers do try and get some of the, the so-called stronger personnel back? I think so. I, I think tonight's game will take uh, on a different shape to, to Saturday's. Now, I, I believe that Jim may play the same tactics because for 87 minutes, they kept out the best team in the league going forward by far. You've got to remember as well how good that Celtic are at pressing and winning the ball back. And Daz, Daz highlighted at the weekend why they were going long. Well, they were going long for a reason because Celtic are so good at pressing. They just never had the, the quality or the strength to actually hold that ball up there and get the rest of the midfield up with them. Rangers may just play a different way. It may be more open for Aberdeen. You know, we're chanting about the centre-halves here. Duke and Miofsky may get more joy out of those centre-halves than he did at the weekend against... Uh, Starfield and Carter Vickers So He may Pick the same tactics He may look to hold Rangers But he might just get a wee bit more quality When they actually win the ball back And get at Rangers uh, Thank you Scott That was Scott and Paisley To kick things off David's and Pollock Shields What do you think tonight David? Hi uh, evening guys Thanks for having us again Pleasure um, I, I've, got, I've got to say I'm sort of a wee bit miffed At 
the you know the all this talk about how Aberdeen always raise a game against Rangers and all the rest of it. And I, I sort of understand where they're coming from, but at the same time, you know, I agree that you people need to recognise that you know that it is two different sides right now. Rangers have got a real glass jaw at the back right now without Goldson at the back, so you know the the. Of course, other teams are going to try and have a go when, when Goldson isn't in there. Um, I agree, he's got to get him back in there as quickly as possible. But just err on the side of caution. The last thing we need is any kind of injury relapse for the guy. And he ends up even longer again. Um, so as long as he is fully fit, I get him back in the team. But a wee bit of caution there. Um, because as I said, it seemed to be quite a bad injury. And also, I thought he was going to be out longer than, you know, than the new. So, you know, I'm just a wee bit cautious of that, but I totally agree. If he's fully fit and he's been training, get him on the side, because without doubt, he's the one guy we've been missing since that Liverpool game. Yeah, Gordon, again, the vulnerabilities, if you want to call it that, were exposed at the back on Thursday. That said, Rangers had enough to go and win that match, obviously, mm-hmm. as they did enough in an attacking sense. That one was at Ibrox, this one's at Pataudry. Mm-hmm. The league table tells you Aberdeen are. Better than Hibs at the moment. So, do you? What do you take from Thursday in terms of a comparison? Is there any? Well, I. It doesn't matter if it's Petardry, Tynecastle, whatever. I'd be. I'm still concerned that two midfield players are my two main centre halves. Uh, Tavernier comes in for a little bit of criticism because he sometimes he gets caught positionally, um, and you know he loses. He's more going forward, Tavernier for me. Young Devine's doing okay at left back, you know, settled in there well. Um, but you want your best players in the team. Now, Goshen will not be risked under any circumstances tonight at Petaudry if they don't think that he's totally 100% fit. If it's the case, Goshen will be in the team because he's the lad that holds everything together at back. Rangers are harder to break down. Everybody keeps saying that, and we said it earlier at the start of the show, Aberdeen raised their game against Rangers. Aberdeen have no beat Rangers in 13 games, league games. They've no beat them in nine at Petaudry. So I, I, I don't see where the big fear is for Rangers going to Petaudry tonight. It's probably, and by the way, this maybe feeds into something psychologically about how important it is when Rangers or Celtic, sorry Ange, drop points. Because mm-hmm. even there have been a couple of draws, and I wonder if that's what sticks in people's head. There was the one all last season, wasn't there? Yeah. Um, Lewis Ferguson penalty, and Ryan Kent was sent off. Um, and then to, you're right, nothing before that. That was Ranger League winning season. Um, the season before that, there was that high profile two all game um, where I think Rangers were 2 0 up and Aberdeen pegged them back. So um, maybe it's perception rather than yeah, reality. And I, and I think where Jim's got the big problem is look. I have no doubt if Jim could have held on at the weekend, and I, I don't think they deserve to hold on, to be quite honest with you. I thought they were absolutely terrible to watch. And I can totally understand their style of football by defending against a better team. But when you get the ball, you just don't kick it away like schoolboys and say, right, invite more attacks on. If Jim had to get away with that, I don't think there was any doubt again with the same tactics tonight. But he's put himself under pressure from his own supporters who will not accept it. And we know the sort of. Can you uh, listen to that though? If you're a manager, at what point do you check in your own beliefs and and compromise them because of what fans think? Look, I think managers are strong, and Jim's quite right to come out and say I pick the the team and whatever. But Jim's got a, you know, as a manager, sometimes you think, yeah, okay, I can totally understand. We need to, as much as we can, still have a tactic, but we've got to 
offer something going but, but forward. Again, this goes back to what Ange Postacoglu said today, which I will play very soon. We're talking about it and I haven't played it yet. If Aberdeen change the way they play tonight, who says it's got anything to do with the criticism at the weekend? Who says it's got anything to do with just raising their game? Maybe Jim Goodwin has got this mad idea that it's an entirely different game with an entirely different opponent, with an entirely different system. That's and he wants to change it 100% agree Rangers are A far different team For Celtic In everything that they do In terms of their approach the, the only equal thing Is that The Rangers squad And players Are better than the Aberdeen squad That was the case On Saturday With the Celtic players Compared to the Aberdeen players But in terms of system In terms Of the way that Rangers press Who they can Aberdeen so can you get Aberdeen at Aberdeen the back Aberdeen could be more open Against mm. Rangers there's every chance well, so Jim they, thinks they, he can they, get them They went to Ibrox and were open What happened to them? Yeah Because Rangers they, have better players They get yeah. So Tonight is no different Rangers have got better players So I think that if you're going to do it against Celtic You do it against Rangers um, David what do you think further up the pitch Does it does it pick itself up there? What, what are, you, are you looking to see? Uh, I think uh, again If, if Cholak's still no fully fat I'm happy that You know Morelos is at least back fat again uh, he certainly looked a lot leader and hungrier against Hibs uh, than we've seen him for a while. I uh, was impressed with him, especially in the second half. And you need options up front. We know this, you know, if you're going to get through the rest of the season pretty much unbeaten, which is essentially what Rangers need to look at, I think. No, we can't afford to drop any more points. And we need more strikers firing. It's as simple as that. Cholak's been outstanding, no doubt about that. But we need something that bit different. And Morelos can sometimes provide that wee bit of extra guile up front, I think. Uh, running into the channels, pulling defences apart. He's a nightmare for defenders when he's on his game. So I'm happy to see him back in, I think, more time in the team. I think he'll uh, hopefully come back to his best form again. Top man David, nice to hear from you. That was David and Pollock Shields. What do you think then? We're building up to kick off 01419511025. Who should play? How will Aberdeen approach things? How do you see the game going? Get your calls in right now and we'll get you on next. <laughs> Merry Christmas from Clyde One Super Scoreboard. We'd be lucky to get one wise man. Mark Wilson and Gordon Diel are here at 01419511025. We're building up to kick off at Petodre, Aberdeen against Rangers. And all the talk for the last few days is about how Aberdeen will approach it in comparison to how they approached it against Celtic. Ange Postacoglu doesn't like the teams being lumped together. He'll explain why in just a second. Let's bring in Neil in Cumbernauld first, though. How's it going, Neil? Are you well? Yeah, all good, thanks. How's, how's everyone up there? Not bad. Well, during the break, Gordon DL just revealed that he didn't even watch the World Cup trophy being lifted, and so he's got no idea about Messi wearing the wee robe or anything. But I'm going to slaughter him for that later on. Uh, and get to your point Which I think is more important How do you see the game going tonight? Well I don't know I think it's more important To wonder why he wasn't Watching the World Cup <laughs> Exactly Exactly Neil <laughs> Neil he is a unique individual uh, He's definitely unique as um, My point is as a, as a Rangers fan I would gamble On Conor Goldson Starting tonight I know the fitness wise He's not there But the reason why I would gamble is If I was Jim Goodwin and I seen the team line up from Saturday with the uh, two centre midfielders as your centre back pairing who were all over the place and then you've got Devine who by the way had a cracking game but he's inexperienced and could be caught out positionally when he's attacking. 
and he knows that if Michael Beale's back, Rangers are going to do a high press. They're going to charge down Aberdeen at the high. So if Aberdeen are able to bypass that with the players of Mioski and Duke. Oh, he's gone. He just he disappeared. There was nothing to do with me. I pressed no button. Mm. Um, I think he, he was heading in the direction of a very good point, mm. though. Great and, point. And this is, this is the thing. Aberdeen do have an attacking threat. We didn't see it at the weekend, but it's there. And... Yeah. Um, he wants to see Conor Goldson in to shore that up Yeah, I, I think where his argument's correct And his point is very good Is the way Aberdeen defended uh, on Saturday And then lumped the ball up the pitch You get Carter, Vickers and Starfelt Taylor and Ralston at the back Very strong defenders, good defenders So Mayoski and Duke couldn't go on it he had, Duke had one run uh, I think it was at Ralston down the left hand side so when you've got the quality of these centre-backs there, it does become very difficult to go on the ball and go up the pitch. Now, if he had to get into the same tactics tonight, and you had, for instance, Lundstrom and Sands, two midfield players playing centre-back, mm-hmm. I think you've got a better chance of getting Majofsky and Duke onto the ball. Because I don't think they're in the same quality. Well, I know they're not in the same quality defensive-wise as Starfelt and Carter Vickers. And that's where I think... It's so important for Golson to be in that centre defence I guess sometimes, Mark, the language is important because uh, Neil, before he, he disappeared, said he would risk Conor Goldson. I'm sure if the Rangers physios are listening, they'll be saying, no, he's not a risk, you know, we, we've got it yeah, all figured uh, out. But whatever it is, I suppose the question is not really, is he fit enough to play tonight? Is it not more, is he fit enough to handle a schedule which sees Rangers play... Five times in 18 days That includes the Hibs game By the way But You know you can't well, just have him tonight And then Yeah Look I'd imagine he would be You know physios And worked with loads Who are pretty strong If a player Is not fit Or they don't think He can complete a schedule Like that Then They don't put him back Into the manager Thinking If Goldson's in the squad I think he'll play I think it's a certainty I Did think... you see the stuff That Michael Beale said When he heard that Leon King was ill Conor Goldson phoned him and said I'm playing tonight You know I'll play mm. Put me in So oh, right. on In the Hibs game Oh right okay And he, and he and, couldn't, and so. he couldn't. Or, or they didn't want to But You've got to think of Goldson now People say he's not played for a long time But Nor has anyone In this league I mean I know we had the games at the weekend But apart from that Every Every player has had A five week layoff Barring the Couple of pre-season friendlies That have been Thrown in there So it's a good Position to be in mm-hmm. If you're Goldson You're not coming in through December and try to catch up. Yeah. You're you're almost there anyway. Uh I think we've lost Neil altogether, but Tam in Barhead is on with a similar point. I think how important's Connor Goldson's name appearing on that team sheet tonight, Tam? Well, I agree with that last caller before he got cut off. <laughs> I think Connor Goldson should start the night. If you go two nil up, three nil up, um, take him off, rest him for the rest of the game. Because the last few games before before he got injured um, we've lost a lot of goals Which I think is down to Conor Golson Not being on the team um, I was a big fan of uh, Conor Golson Before he was out injured But it just shows you him's a, He's out injured We've lost a lot of goals Yeah to be, fair, to be fair to Tam He's saying he always was a fan anyway mm-hmm. For those who were critical of Conor Golson I'd like to hear from them as well I wonder if it's a case of Not knowing what you've got till it's gone Sort of mm-hmm. thing First and foremost Conor Golson Is a centre back that's where he, he, well, that he helps. He, I, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that, that's, that's his a start. Pin, that's his position. Rangers played against Hibs with two midfield players in there. So, one, 
is important to get back. Secondly, he's an experienced centre back. He's a very good centre back. And I think he reads the game brilliantly, Goldson. I really do. I think he's a very, very um, top centre half. So, of course, he's going to be a miss because you don't want to go to any game. Look, they played they played Hibs at home uh, with Michael Beale, with the, the new manager come down, the, the, the 49 plus thousand in there, what it is, the atmosphere cranked up, thinking, yeah, okay, we're going to be comfortable here. And you look at the goals that they lost. Now, you go to Pataudry against an Aberdeen team who's come in for a lot of criticism, who have got two players up top, given the right service, could could basically hurt you. So I think, I agree with the Rangers fans, and I think the guys, Tam, and the lad before him will not be alone in saying they will be desperate for mm. to hear Golson on that team sheet tonight. Tam, where, where are your confidence levels? The guys have been saying that, you know, Rangers, despite all the talk, have got a pretty good record. Against Aberdeen of late How do you think it's going to go tonight? 50-50 to be honest um, But I think we'll I, say, I said 2-1 We win 2-1 But I think they'll go one all up Before But As I said to you uh, Guy before I phoned in um, Aberdeen always wins a game Against Rangers All the time um, They always sit back against Celtic They always park the bus Against Celtic And always pick up against Rangers um, I'm not the only one that said this I think you've had a few call that said that now Yeah, I mean You, you, that, you guys have said it though that If that is the case Well, there's a reason behind it Celtic, so good going forward So good at hunting the ball back And winning that high up the pitch uh, Maybe Jim Goodwin looks at Rangers And thinks that you can get at them more You can See the thing, affect the it. thing about this If we're being so broad brush about it it's actually got nothing to do with Jim Goodwin either Because he's only been the Aberdeen yeah, man yeah. So if we're talking I think, let's be honest right Fans, when they say that They, they don't they don't mean what you mean I know They yeah. mean that there's a rivalry there Or there's something about the fixture And some might even go as far as to say That they're trying harder Because as if Leighton Clarkson and Duke And whoever else are going to you know, know anything about that So that stuff's quite clearly flawed, right? Yeah Maybe from the outside for fans Jim Goodwin's a relatively new manager It's a whole different set of players When people see it They're talking about the last 10 years They're talking about the last 5 years So um, It's just one of those statements Is it not That gets thrown out there And again To go back to it If they Don't raise their game or whatever When Celtic come to town Look at the last few times Celtic have been up there They've all been really close games yeah. I know they sat off it at the weekend And and the tactics got some criticism but in the last five visits to Pataudry, Celtic have, either, have drawn two and won three by a single goal. So Celtic don't get it their own way. They might end up winning the game, but they don't get it their own way can, at the moment. You when can they go, go back years, you can go back to our time in football, and well, Mark's obviously a lot closer than me, but Pataudry mm. was always a very difficult game to go to. Um, whether you're a Celtic or Rangers uh, The crowd, it'll be a big crowd again It was a, a packed house at the weekend there I'll be a big crowd tonight The atmosphere will be good I'll be played at a quicker pace Of course teams uh, like Aberdeen Hearts for instance Always raise their game against Celtic and Rangers 100% mm. But the big question tonight is not about raising their game That's a given. That's a given It's what the tactics will be from Aberdeen Will they use the same tactics that, as guys said, that nearly worked against Celtic on Saturday? 
Or will they be more expansive? We've done it. We've done it all night so far. Thirty-eight minutes in, and we just keep lumping Celtic and Rangers together. And Ange Postecoglou will not be happy. If you want to hear his comments on that subject, we will play them next, right here. Oh come, all ye faithful, and hope your team is joyful and triumphant. Merry Christmas from Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here. You're right. It you feels like you spent the full break practicing your golf swing there. I I've got a big you. night ahead. Yeah, we've got a wee mini Christmas night out, us yeah. three, don't we? Yep. 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 We're, we're, to, we're going to, to top golf. Top golf, never been. Well, you and I used to drive by it every day, coming in here to work, seeing it step by step with the nets going up. We used to always, and now this is us. We mini, it, this is it. It's mini arrived. Christmas night out. I was excited. I was passing it tonight. My journey had. I've got a guy in there now looking at the artist because me. we had obviously the real Christmas night out was last week. But you spent the full night on non-alcoholic beer. You then got up and left without saying goodbye to Mark Wilson and I. Nah. So we're going for a like a a second a Christmas night out to see if we can. Have a, an all round better experience. It's oh. the most excited I've seen him. See the amount of questions he's fired at me since I've come in this studio. <laughs> golf swing in the middle. And of the what do you think it'll be like? And what do you do here? And, what, and I'm, I don't know. It's just opened. What, he is what, so excited. What I'd really like to know, right, without looking a bit silly, because I've got my clubs and all that. Do not me. walk in there with your full. I'm, I'm you getting my, your golf the, shoes on. I'm getting a lot. glove. Everything. Range finder. Range umbrella. Finder, everything. I've got. Please a don't, because him and I will head to a different bay. <laughs> I would. I, I'd like to apologise to anybody that seen me walking by with an electric trolley <laughs> as, <laughs> as I give if I'm making a noise. If you're going, you've got to take it serious. I've never been to one. We'll report back on Thursday. Yeah, yeah. brilliant. And see how it goes. Mini Christmas night out. Anyway, we're going to get teams from. Pataudry almost forgot where the game was there very soon Tony's hanging on the line let's play this bit from Ange Postacoglu because I kind of think it, it still it, well it does it feeds in um, maybe not in the way Ange Postacoglu wanted this is what he's trying to stop happening uh, but it feeds into the discussions about the game uh, tonight because he says he finds it curious that some opposition managers and, and media folks lump Celtic and Rangers together as if facing them is the same task he says they're all very different in terms of players and style. Yeah, I hear opposition coaches and opposition players before we play them and they can't seem to differentiate between us and Rangers at all. It's almost like when you play the top two, this is what happens and some of them even talk about it as if it's an excursion. You, know, you go through Glasgow and this is what you expect. I don't get that because if I referred to all the other teams apart from Rangers as the other 10 and that, you know what, when we play the other 10, this is what happens, I'm not paying respect to the fact that, you know what, Livingston are going to be a different challenge to St Johnson on the weekend. Even though they may play defensively, different ways they do that. Um, playing them home is different to playing them away. Um, that's a bit I find sort of curious because if people are assuming that, you know, if, if something works or doesn't work against Rangers, that's a reflection of how it's going to be. We're totally different teams. We play differently. We have different types of players. They have different strengths. We have different strengths. We're different home and away. From my perspective, it kind of works in our, our favour if, if that's how opposition coaches talk. I don't think they think that way but when they talk that way and they also bring a historical context it just makes the task seem insurmountable because you're going you know when you play the top two this has always happened you know I'm going well you're not playing the top two you're playing Rangers or you're playing Celtic and you're playing them home and maybe they got injuries this week or maybe they've had a bad week the week before or maybe they're coming off so that's where I think I struggle with it a little bit not so much the tactics the tactics well you know what we all have our own way of methodology of doing things I, I can understand that I can see why Ange Postecoglou 
you know, doesn't quite understand that. Um, he's still relatively new to the country. But I think what everybody means is, and I mentioned it earlier, Rangers and Celtic have got better players than the rest. If you're Jim Goodwin and Aberdeen, you probably go into a game against Hearts and you think, well, we've got mm-hmm. same squad or maybe comparable and you can look throughout the league and that's the case. When you come up against Rangers and Celtic, the gap between the individual players is so mm-hmm. huge. That's why managers will lump the two together. But there is no doubt Celtic are by far the best team in the league with the best players at this minute and the league table reflects that um, and play a different style to Rangers. But it is still a huge challenge for the other remaining 10 teams. It's an interesting comment. He's thought about it a lot, Gordon. And in the most literal sense, of course he's right. It's different players, different formations, mm. different tactics. And at times they are in different form. Right now, obviously, Celtic are nine points clear. They would be considered... Stronger, so in in the most literal sense, he's correct. But to me, for instance, just to, to give Ange Postecoglou an insight, to me, growing up as a, a Motherwell fan, they they do just feel the same. It it does just feel the same because playing either of them, no matter who's better or not, and no matter if they've got different mm-hmm. styles, playing either of them, them if you're allowed to say that. It's just a different kettle of fish from playing everyone else because they two have so much more money than everyone else. Those two are the only teams that have won the league since the 80s. Mm-hmm. So see to people on the outside, it does kind of feel like that. And yeah, that might be lazy because when you dig deeper on an individual, game-by-game, literal basis, of course they're different. So I think he's made a very good point on one hand, but I also mm-hmm. don't think it's that deep. I don't, I don't think it's a big controversy for people to do it either. Yeah, right. Okay, you know my thoughts on Poster Coglu. I think. Oh, you love him. I mean, you and him go way back. 100%. Now, he's speaking there as a Celtic manager, and you're right. He makes good points as a Celtic manager. You flip him over to a Motherwell, a Livingston, a Kamarnock, wherever he may be, and I think he'd have a different approach. Of course, the only thing I will say is you are playing two different sides, but we keep harping on you. The financial difference between. Like say for instance a Motherwell or any other team in the league Compared to what Celtic are paying Is incredible Same with Rangers So you're always going to be under a cosh And if you win You know it's a terrific result against the two So if you're a, a provincial club Listening to that You're thinking well hold on a minute You're not in this You're not in these shoes here You, you know We just can't go out And have the players And the international players And everything that Celtic have got So we have to adapt when it's Celtic and Rangers The one thing where I will agree with him a little bit You look at Aberdeen I think Aberdeen defended Very deep at the weekend Because of Celtic's front mm. three pace Didn't want to leave anything in I.e. why Maeda gets subbed at half time Nowhere to run Kyogo missed a couple of chances But never went in behind Jota very seldom went in behind So tactically It is different Because you're playing against two different styles of play but when you come up against Celtic Rangers, uh, I, as I say, everybody will agree with them from a Celtic point of view. But not if you're a provincial club, you won't agree with them. Uh, let's quickly get teams from Pataudry because we've got some big news and then we'll bring in Tony on the line. Gabriel, take it away. Yes, it's the news that all Rangers fans want to hear. Connor Goldson is back in the starting lineup for the first time in nearly two months. He's the only change from that 3-2 victory against Hibernian last Thursday. Yeah, he comes in for John Lundstrom, who drops to the bench. Leon King and Ben Davies, two other centre-halves, 
are among the substitutes. Here is the 11 that Michael Beale has picked for the game up here at Pataudry. In goal, Alan Gregor. A back four of James Tavernier, James Sands, Connor Goldson and Adam Devine. Midfield two of Ryan Jack and Glenn Kamara with Malik Tillman just in front of them. Ryan Kent will play off the left with Fashion Sakala off the right. Alfredo Morelos leads the line. The substitutes are McLaughlin, Lundstrom, Matondo, Wright, Davies, McCann, Arfield, King and Lowry. The Dons look like they have stuck with that 5-3-2 formation, much maligned by some of the Aberdeen support. It might not be as defensive, but we think it's going to be a similar structure. Just two changes uh, for the Dons. Defender Liam Scales returns. He, of course, couldn't play against his parent club Celtic, whilst Jaden Richardson comes in for Matty Kennedy, who is not among the substitutes. The team is as follows. Kelleroos in goal, a back three of Ross McCrory, Anthony Stewart and Liam Scales. Jaden Richardson will be right wing back with Hayden Coulson, left wing back. Connor Barron, Ilberan Danny and Leighton Clarkson in middle of the park with Bojan Mjowski and Duke up top. The substitutes for the Dons are Lewis, McKenzie, Morris, Bazuyan, Hayes, Watkins, Duncan at Milne and Ramirez. I mean, looking forward to it. Some big team news then. Connor Goldson back. That's probably, well, definitely the headline from a Rangers perspective. Let's bring in Tony, who's an Aberdeen fan. What are you expecting tonight, Tony? Evening to all panel. Season's oh. greeting. Thank you very much. Same to you. Um, I'd expect a lot different performance from against Saturday on Celtic that's for sure it's more or less the same formation I can see I would have took Matty Kennedy out which I don't think had much impact the other day um, I'd just like to say as well I think what Ange Pastacoglu just said there before is perfect why does everyone keep treating them as the same Rangers fans moan about us playing well against Celtic and not against Rangers which is rubbish going on the stats and that's a great point he made um, also, I think the way that we played on Saturday is to be expected. What can you do against a team like that? I think we did try to attack. We're not that negative. We're also two strikers. And uh, I don't know. I'm looking forward to a good game tonight. I think there'll be a lot of entertainment. Yeah, well, it's only two changes, Gordon. So if there is to be a different approach from Aberdeen, it will be just that. It will be... The, the way they go about it rather than the, the players that are going to take to the field. Well, if they want to try and... Get three points at home It'll need to be a different approach Because There was no way At any point in that game They were ever going to get three points I don't think they had even a shot at the target Did they? They were that poor They just gave the ball away constantly For me I disagree with Tony I understand Where I do agree with him They need a better performance And if I was an Aberdeen supporter I'd be looking for something different Of course I would be But I don't think they tried the attack They basically sat in For 80 odd minutes And tried to Grab a point It was as simple as that It was the most negative setup I've seen for a long long while I keep getting back to it I understand it Because of who you're playing against But you must have another plan When you get the ball you, you can't just kick the ball back up you to You disagree them. with that Tony You think they did try an attack But they just couldn't I completely agree with Gordon We still play with two attackers We play with a bank of five And a bank of four Like Morocco played all World Cup We just don't have the skill to connect between the midfield and the strikers. There's still them two quality attackers, I believe, and Duke and Mjofsky are good quality attackers. We just couldn't connect with them. Celtic's midfield is very strong, and the gap between the midfield or the defence up to them strikers was very un 
hardly yeah. penetrate. No point in referencing Morocco to him, Tony. He didn't even watch the World Cup, but luckily Mark Wilson yes, did. I did. Um, now, listen, I agree with Tony exactly what he's saying there. Aberdeen, Jim had a game plan on Saturday to leave the two strikers up, and they had the three midfielders there shuffling across, and you had your wing backs and you had your back three. Tony's right, though. They just couldn't get that. Once you got the ball, they couldn't get any. Um, controlled possession To get up to the front men Now that then Faded even further In the second half They just couldn't even Get a hold of the ball But I could I could understand What Jim's plan Was now But how, So what happened then Because Generally I, I mean You would follow the logic Celtic love Space in behind So let's deny them it. Yeah. Except They, di- they didn't you know, They didn't deny them it. Like, although they were deep They didn't feel like They were ever Certainly not in the second half Well it they, didn't they feel did like in the first were... half I thought the second half When Abada came on It was totally mm-hmm. different Because Abada's Can eliminate players And he did that If you see everything good That Celtic did In getting behind him It was down that right hand side So the, the The cracks started To appear mm-hmm. And Celtic started Creating chances But the difference was That when Aberdeen Got the ball in the second half Daz is right They were just Booting it up And Miofsky and Duke Had no chance are getting hold of it Now that might play Entirely different Tonight When Aberdeen get possession At the back They made a couple of changes Scales is in there Richardson I think that team's Much more like The one that went to Ibrox um, And and had a go And Richardson had a You know uh, Quite a varied day that day I think he gave away the penalty But he was a threat Going the other way Scales Again Better defender But you know, was play of course Against his parent play club. Against Celtic So that might have a better mm-hmm. look More experienced players uh, and time will tell if it, if it works out the same Would you make of the Rangers team Gordon It's hard to look by the return of Conor Goldson mm. As everyone's <clears throat> noted But also they've stuck with the four attackers if you like You know, So I know there was maybe a thought that Maybe something would be sacrificed a little bit In acknowledgement that you are away at Pataudry, Um But still it, that's an attacking lineup With the return of Conor Goldson um, not, su- not a surprise The only one I looked at um, was Lindstrom uh, maybe going back into that Midley Park Away from home Pictorry Where it's going to be A good pace to the game Fiery But he's stuck with Kamara He loves Kamara mm-hmm. He likes him uh, Kamara, Kamara Had lost his way a little bit uh, You've got to say Under Van Bronckhorst I know he had an injury as well But he seems to have got That energy and the excitement Back into it And uh, you know You can't you can't knock the four Because yeah. obviously They've done the business Thursday you are on the ball though Because you nearly called him Karama there But you corrected yourself Just in time <laughs> Saw the look in your eyes but no, you, Listen fair play you, 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 you spotted it before it happened Thank you uh, To Tony Aberdeen fan on the line Which takes us up nicely To time for this Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football I'll tell you who's not missing you Roger Hanna Seven last night He gets seven On Beat the Pundit Seven Outstanding it was But luckily for you listeners Gordon Deal and Mark Wilson Ain't Roger Hanna and Andy Halliday So 01419511025 The lines close at seven o'clock Get your calls in now Hugh Keevan's first Christmas Was the first Christmas Season's greetings From Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson are here We are just under an hour away from kickoff Between Aberdeen and Rangers So keep all your thoughts coming As we build up to the big game At Celtic fans We can turn our attentions to tomorrow as well Of course Celtic against Livy 
at Celtic Park Ange Postacoglu gave a very interesting answer as well uh, When he was asked about transfer speculation today Because you may have noticed uh, Josip Juranovic has been linked with Barcelona uh, Amongst others So we'll play you those thoughts Why not give us uh, your opinion on it right now 01419511025 And to give you time to call us We'll play this first Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Come on then, beat the pundit time. How are you two feeling? All right, good form. He's the one that no, let everybody I, down. I lost so you last did. week. So yeah, you did. the only person that's lost in three months. That was a well, good game no, though. Because Marvin followed him on Friday. <laughs> oh, End, so like it ended that. up a losing streak Wait, for the pundits. See where you started. Team game. Team game. Glad Marvin was in it with me Yeah, Rogers g- kicked us off yeah, last Roger night Yeah Roger back on last night But we've just covered before the break You know you've, us three we've got a wee Christmas night out You might be a bit distracted Don't know if you'll be nah. on the ball I'm looking at these questions Hard mm, Mixed bag I would say Anyway uh, Nathan's in Paisley How's it going Nathan? Oh, hey guys how are we? Good good First time is it? Yeah is indeed Lovely How do the public feel nowadays Nathan? Who's, who's dafter out of these two? Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah, I don't, well, you don't need to think about it. It's quite obvious. I think he's just trying to be polite. What's your second name, Nathan? Don't tell him that. You don't, you don't have to pass that information <laughs> on. How you want to say that? I'll tell you in a minute. Right, toss your coin. Right. I mean, you did. To be fair, he did lose last week. I've, I've not been beaten edges. I was in a tiebreaker though. It was, it was a difficult uh, question. Two, two I I'm hearing Kylian Mbappe saying, "Listen, it was just in penalties. <laughs> penalties doesn't yeah. matter." Uh, right. Okay. Heads, it will be Mark Wilson. Tails, it will be Gordon Diel. Nathan, you've got your wish. It is a Daft DL. Daft got... DL up against oh, Nathan. DL the Dafty. Tell you what, see if I talk you away, Nathan. Just hang up quickly. I thought you'd hung <laughs> Sorry, up already. Hung up. He's anyway. away. Dead excited. Oh, he has. He actually has. He's <laughs> called it. Surely not. He's gone through the Clyde Tunnel or no, something. He's surely. No, he's, no. he's kidding on. He's sitting in the surely. Clyde Tunnel going like that. I'm not coming out here at five past eight. <laughs> No, no way Bottled it Nah, I don't believe that I'm telling you now Come on, gave you it Bottled it Absolutely bottled it You know what, I think we've We have cultivated this So we need to start being nicer To to the contestants Because see for about the first four years I did this show That never happened And now I'd say we've had about Three or four Okay, what I'll say then is He lost his signal Before he bottled it Genuinely we can't We now can't get on the Nathan the bottler Just really going to give you second name See the minute I went What's your second name <laughs> <laughs> Apologies to anyone Who's eating their dinner I'm in the clay tunnel <laughs> For those sound effects That was hugely unnecessary uh, I must admit Oh poor oh, Nathan Honestly Get someday else on Right, we you don't take on anybody Paisley as well it is We're keeping it local We've got Andy Now in Paisley oh. And do you know what There's someone else Trying to get through Also from Paisley I don't uh, know what's going on Andy will do Andy How are you tonight Andy? <laughs> Fantastic Good, yourself. good, good. Uh, Thanks for stepping up to the plate Now the good thing is I hadn't started the question So no one's heard them So we can still yeah. just give Gordon DL Some You need to get that cough scene to know. Um, Let's give Gordon DL Some clay too and we'll get Andy's clock up and running This is the best thing about it Andy No small talk You're just getting pitched straight in Are you ready? Aye ready to go Good man 30 seconds Answer as many as you can Pass if you don't know Your time starts now Which Celtic manager gave James Forrest his debut? A new one How many Americans are currently playing for Rangers? Uh, one 
Which championship side was Livingston's Joel Nubley on loan with last season? Being south. Name any manager Hibs have had who was not from the UK. Uh, pass. Which league do Kelty Hearts play in? League two. How many seasons did Dundee United spend in the championship before promotion in 2020? Three. What Scottish side does Niall McGinn play for? Uh, Dundee. Okay, can you hear us? Yeah, I can, Gordon. Okay, same set of questions. I'm delighted for you. Are you ready? Yeah. Which Celtic manager gave James Forrest his debut? Oh, Neil Lennon. How many Americans currently play for Rangers? Uh, two. Which championship side was Livingston's Joel Nubley on loan with last season? Both. Name any manager Hibs have had who was not from the UK. Frank Susie. Which league do Kelty Hearts play in? League One. How many seasons did Dundee United spend in the Championship before promotion in 2020? I would say three. Which Scottish side does Niall McGinn play for? Aberdeen. Oh no, he plays with Falkirk. Do you know what? Nathan and Paisley. Dundee. Nathan and Paisley's now phoning back in. <laughs> see you later, Nathan. So, well, we'll go speak to him, Chris. See I told you. I don't know if we can get him on tomorrow or whatever. We'll see what happens. Andy and Paisley, how do you think it went? I'm not sure. I'm, I'm hoping he was wrong with our bro and I was right with. I don't know. No. Mm. I was the rang with a broth, Andy, so that's <laughs> bad news right <laughs> away, mate. Neil Lennon gave James Forrest his debut. It was against Motherwell, I think he scored, didn't he? So, well done, you both got it correct. How many Americans play for Rangers? Malik Tillman and James Sands. Sands. It's two, Andy. See you later, Andy. Hang up. Oh, Time, oh, Andy. Andy, reach for the red button. Bzz. Careful, Andy. I thought you were talking about Gordon DL there. You had me worried, I must say. Um, which champ? I'll, you'll get that in a minute uh, Which championship side Was living since Joel Nubley With last season on loan It was our broth Broth oh, Andy Come oh, on Andy Sorry Andy You know you're Nubleys <sighs> And he's, he's pulling He's pulling away Andy Even Even time for a ludicrous Pronunciation of Frank Susie Or whatever he called him um, But well done You were right You could have gone Mixu Patalainen uh, Of course Did Andy well. get that one? Uh, Pat Fenlon uh, Andy get it? No oh, Red button Andy 4-1 <laughs> Kelty Hearts Playing League 1 Andy Not League 2 This guy's demolishing <laughs> oh, Andy I can't believe it Andy you nipped down To the Clyde Tunnel Nathan's got room for you 5-1 <laughs> In my head at this point I'm thinking He's, it's, it's he's on for, uh, for the, To try and get the 10 oh, And then you messed that. it up I know Producer Callum four, four seasons He was in tears on here On the show uh, because that's how long Dundee, Dundee United took to get out of the championship And Niall McGinn, not Aberdeen, not Dundee. Falkirk, bizarrely That's Stephen you're thinking of It is Dundee, which Andy got by the way So it showed a wee ball. bit of strength at the end to finish well But it was a 5-2 for Gordon <laughs> DL Hardlines, Andy Aye, uh, that was poor I only knew that Niall McGinn one Because I've met him in the Blue, uh, the Blue Lagoon Chippy before <laughs> <laughs> There we are It's all about the sure. recall What did they order? I, I can't remember what he had But I think I was saying he's nothing <laughs> You should have Probably You should have hung about night job that What time are we talking Andy? Uh, oh it was It was early bills uh, <laughs> like Saturday night out And I I think I was I was asking for some of his chips Or something You <laughs> <laughs> should have hung about And you believe it was in the Sunday night Andy I like the sound of you That sounds like something Mark Wilson would do Thank you very much Andy Hey brother, cheers guys Cheers Andy, thanks Nathan's, Andy not, nice. Nathan's not coming on tomorrow <laughs> Thursday Thursday? He's coming on Thursday You two will be back Aye, We'll get him back we'll on Thursday He'll be still in the Clyde Tunnel no, Thursday he, gen- he must have genuinely 
broke up He's phoned back I bet, I bet uh, Nathan wouldn't have got anywhere near Andy He wouldn't have got anywhere near me Nathan's but... spinning some tale about he's, he's working tonight <laughs> And he's not working Thursday Right okay so you phone in when you're working But you don't phone in when you're not working I don't know How stupid he says Come on Nathan in, he's, in, he's, in a, he's in a dodgy area because yeah. he's working so he'll, he'll phone back on Thursday <laughs> He's sticking his head out the Clyde Tunnel And he told him to us on the phone Get him back on um, Get Nathan on Good victory You were on form there Yeah you were good there And I, saying that the I'm, questions were Easy I, I think, think I got so. seven I've been I got incredible seven did, you actually, did you get them all? Yeah Do you want to go for the ten? Yes I go, go for it who started in goal for Celtic in the 2003 UEFA Cup final? Look how raging producer Callum is. Uh, Rob Douglas. Because he, he, uh. would, he would have used these spare questions tomorrow. <laughs> now he needs to write for you in his head. Right. On them. Who's the only Scottish side Joe Jordan played for? Uh, Morton. Morton. Aye. And what German team did Rabi Matondo join Rangers from? Oh, Hertha Berlin. Nah, Schalke. Ah. Ah. Uh, you wouldn't have, have got, got Morton, you. would you? I wouldn't have got Morton, actually. Do you know how I got Morton? Because I get big Joe's tie-ups. <laughs> That's right, you've told that before. Yeah, I went that to Clearly. Uh, you played in a different era, eh? I went to... By tie-ups. Tie-ups. That I, sounds wrong, doesn't it? Oh, oh but there was a tie-up So way. what did you do with his tie-ups? No, it wasn't a lace. It was a, a tie-up with a, a frilly bit down the side. With that number sounds even more like a number, number nine. If you ever look at Leeds Old Strip, you'll see the... So it's like before people use tape... You would you you would hold your socks up. Yeah, yeah but yeah. Uh, but the number went down the side of your sock. What, like as a kilt, like a what do you call those? Like, like the flashes like, you wear with a with kilt right, socks. Right, it's <laughs> like, it was like that. Well, Tied your, your phone, and then you you put it round there, and you had number nine on it. And I went up to Clare and went into Joe's house, met him. I was a young up and coming prospect, and uh, <laughs> it was brilliant. And what I watched. Great. I no, watched. You and do you know I've still got them? No, to he did. He stole this before. That even his weird warped imagination. You went up to Joe Jordan's house. Couldn't make with tie ups. No, no, he I've got, got the tie ups, ups as a gift. He was playing with Leeds at the time. Right, right. And to this day, I've still. Who's got arranged that for you to get to his house to get tie ups? Um, Mister Jordan. <laughs> what is that? Is that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's there's a lot of questions. <laughs> Cleland, big Joe I'll never right. forget it he had his And what did you do with him? I've still got them to this day Well that's a lie I've not weird right. that, that was, I, I wouldn't have got away with that one Weird story that, that uh, Listen, I'm telling you It was a highlight of my life And what, you played with him? With number nine? No Joe Jordan on them? Well, I, 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 I took them And I, I, I treasured them <laughs> I don't know where they are now But I treasured them for so long Strange. Speaking Strange of gifts, you two have been sent. I think me as well. Actually, we've been sent Christmas gifts. Oh. but we do it since it's the <laughs> season of goodwill. Don't get me wrong. I'm a bit skeptical about doing this live on air, just in case. Uh, you know, things go a bit. Are they actually wrapped properly? Wrapped. Santa paper and all the rest of it uh, with an accompanying uh, letter as well. Oh. But I'll, look, genuinely a bit serious. You just don't do serious. Um, from Gordon and Michelle at Not Just Trophies and say these are some Christmas presents uh, for the Super Scoreboard guys Gordon Duncan Mark Wilson Gordon Dale our way of saying thank you for keeping us entertained it was especially important during Covid the Thursday night quiz was the highlight of the week and really kept the spirits up thanks again here are some early Christmas presents let me know if you need a different size I think that's aimed at you two uh, not you. me different definitely you. That was, that's oh, a very nice fact that you two Aye, very nice make people come on <laughs> I'm actually I'm excited <laughs> Yeah, I t-shirt. 
Very good. Let's see. Lovely. Nice Santa. You want us to open it just now? Why not? All right. This is where we find out it's anthrax or something and we're getting ourselves on some sort of wild. That would be a sour turn to the evening, no? Producer Callum didn't like that comment either. I take it back. I'm sorry. It's Christmas. Why? Who's lighting anthrax? Let's just stop using that word. It's probably. It's probably. They're great. Look at that. So to paint the picture it's, oh, so, it's so what team is yours Celtic obviously Celtic. I thought it would be breaking And what are you? Oh I'm only one team Man City yeah. Or Rockin' Wick uh, Glen Afton I tell you what I'm very happy with oh, the company with the, team. with the company I'm in I And my team as well it is So basically Mine is a t-shirt They've all got the dream team And it's 11 players Mine are like A, a dream team of Motherwell players If you like So Liam Kelly's got his position in goal But some of the legends Are in there Stevie Hamill Phil O'Donnell Davy Cooper David Turnbull You know Good players from years gone by What What I think um, Was it Michelle and Gordon Who sent them in They have somehow Climbed into my dreams As a nine year old boy Where it says James McFadden And Gordon Duncan Up that's, front That's a good side But Disney top minds no, well, I And care, I think this I is Pretty pretty close tell To what a Celtic not, Dream team should be if Because loads it. of fans Will think this We've got Fraser Forster In goal A back three A Mark Wilson Virgil van Dijk And Kieran Tierney oh, So wow. We've got Jinky Chris Sutton Tom Rogic And Jota in the midfield We have front three A Deglish Larson And John Hartson Imagine Jimmy Johnson Having to look back And see him behind yeah, him I would just feed Jimmy Johnson there. I mean I'll, I'll Tell just, me you, how much better If you are up front With Haaland and Aguero I'm out of here These t-shirts are getting binned <laughs> my, fr- my front three is incredible Is he actually <laughs> DL out in the right Where I was a sensation Bags of pace Trickery Aguero Tevez What a three ball as Saturday night out I bet you Brilliant Sounds Could you imagine that walking about Manchester I don't want it No Three superstars together Even you're more handsome than Carlos Tevez For what it's worth So I think we'll give you that I'd be standing next to him getting the selfies Come on Come on Carlos in here Very kind Thank you very much Yeah really nice Very kind indeed Right on that note uh, We should should probably remember It's football phoning and all that sort of stuff So um, let's take more calls 01419511025 Aberdeen fans, Rangers fans Getting close to kick off How do you feel? Uh, pick up the phone Let us know What do you make of those teams Rangers fans We've not had much reaction yet A very attacking lineup. Are you happy with that How does it feel to see uh, Connor Goldson back in there As well Pick up the phone And Celtic fans I will play that clip Of Ange Postacoglu When asked about the transfer business I will do that next But I need to run this past you Cash for Kids Mission Christmas With J&D Pierce Structural steelwork specialists Proud to support The local community Speaking of Mission Christmas Cash for Kids Did you hear last night's show? Dad, that was brilliant Did you hear us give away The Mercedes That we've been speaking about great. For weeks yeah. That Mark Wilson and I went Test drove Videoed An award winning Piece of footage yeah, 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 It was brilliant Martin from Shawlands Won the Merc last night He was out in his works van He said he's got a car But it was in its last legs oh, His ah. finance deal was up He wasn't sure what to do and he's he just won, won a Merc. brand new Merc. Oh, brilliant. Incredible that. stuff. And it all came together, including the text competition, the auction and all the rest of it on the show at the weekend. We raised over £81,000. I cannot stress to you just what right. a difference that is going to make to young children right here in our communities that need your help this Christmas. It is amazing. Honestly, I, I kept thinking about it all night and Saturday and since. It is a phenomenal effort and I thank you so much. 
However, the unfortunate thing is it never stops. That 81,000 is impressive. We just really need to raise as much as possible. So there, there is still time for you to make a difference if, if you want to get involved. We're in the process of getting the donations out to the families now and there is still time for you to jump on board. Clyde1.com forward slash mission if you just want to chuck a couple of quid uh, and give what you can. Like I've always been saying, we're not talking here about making it some big magical day. We're just trying to make it a bit different for loads of children across Glasgow and the West. So that's Cash for Kids Mission Christmas with J&D Pier, Structural Steelwork, Fabrication and Construction. We'll take more of your calls next. Talking baubles all year long. Merry Christmas from Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson, Gordon DL, both here and now 35 minutes away from kickoff in what we hope will be an absolute cracker at Pataudry Aberdeen v Rangers. Uh, we've been building up, we've given you the teams. Connor Goldson returns. It's a very attacking uh, Rangers lineup as well. So get all your thoughts in on 01419511025. And we are on Twitter as well. What are you pointing at? I've just the size, the size is it the t shirt? She got a medium. He's got an XL. I've got a large. Obviously. <laughs> Come on <laughs> I get a tent Know your place um, Let's hear from Ange Postacoglu He says the club have received no bids for players Despite speculation surrounding Josip Juranovic and Stephen Welsh He says he hasn't even thought about their futures I don't have any sort of confidence or lack of confidence about any of our players They're all here and they're all uh, training obviously Josip's um, not back yet he had a great World Cup absolutely he was, he was brilliant credit to him and he's got something now a memory he'll have forever and uh, represented our football club really well as did all the boys at the World Cup and uh, you know he's got a bit of time off now he's got a week off and he'll be back uh, training uh, uh, early next week and uh, ready to go Stephen Welsh has also been linked with a move away from the club this week in the January window. Is there potential for that at all, or is he a player that you're looking to hold on to? All this speculation. Well, I can tell you right now, we don't have an offer for any player. So, you know, people can talk about offers and clubs wanting, but I can't spend my time chasing shadows of what's in the press every morning because I'd be spending my whole day talking to players. Uh, as I keep saying to people, what I see is what's before me every day here at training. If there's an issue or if players have things put in front of them about their future, I'm sure they'll come and see me and Michael will speak to their representatives. But right now, there's nothing. Zero. Zip. Nada. Nothing going on. <laughs> I love that. That is brilliant, isn't it? <laughs> He was actually waiting to see if he could get another something that right just run out of them. Yeah, yeah. But um, like, see, some some managers sort of uh, keep things from the press, and you know they'll keep it tight to uh, themselves and the players and everybody concerned. I think when Postacoglu talks, he's he's talking the truth there. He's saying, "Look, I can't waste my time in this. I can't spend time speculating." Mm -hmm. He'll have a word with the players. He's no bids. I totally think that's genuine just now. Whether that changes, which I think it will. Well, it will be, because you can be yeah. quite clever with the language. There's a difference. Like, no bid is no bid. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean to say there's not interest or oh, whatever. Yeah, I and think then, it'll and then understandably, he's saying, well, I'm not going well, to. I, I can't comment on every speculation. When he's saying he'd be wasting that. his time, he obviously has wasted his time in terms of getting Alistair Johnson in and, and pushing the boat out for that. So there must be. Although he's had no bid, there must be some realisation that Juranovic is the favourite to go out the door. Then backed up with a World Cup. You don't... I, I don't see the reasoning in bringing in Alistair Johnson to then battle out with Anthony Ralston and Juranovic. What's the thinking yeah. behind that? Of course, there must be some 
Reckoning that you're I think, Well I on. think next week What we'll do is We'll yeah. stick you in the press conference mm. And you say oh, well, Is that right Ange Aye. Why have you mm. signed Alistair Johnson then yeah. mate And he might and just say I, we, I, I, love, I love three right backs But that'd be mm. That'd be odd The thing about the Barcelona Speculation Is it um, Not to say that it's definitely Going to come to anything Mark It just seems like It's being a bit more wide it, It's been quite widely reported It's been Reported by some fairly reputable sources as well. Now, sometimes it starts off and it just seems like it's just Twitter talk, and you can't really see it any other places than a couple of different Twitter accounts. But I think a lot of big uh, media outlets are sort of picking yeah. up on this one. Um, you know, I think Sky did it, for instance. I saw the Mail did it. Um, you know, it's not one of these where it's not necessarily coming from the Glasgow media either or, mm-hmm. or the Scottish media it seems to be getting quite widely reported yeah uh, and you know you you can see why a club like Barcelona would take Juranovic in the way he plays um, the World Cup he's had some of the stars he plays with in that Croatian team that he would fit into a, a similar structure um, from a club point of view uh, and you're right Gordon when it comes to people that Reporting bigger things than our league, then you tend to take a wee bit more notice of it. Um, but it's still obviously a lot of work to be done. But I'm not surprised that Juranovic is linked with a club the size of Barcelona. I really aren't. I said that a couple of weeks ago. I said that the performances that he's putting in, these squads in the Champions League in the latter stages, in the latter stages of European football, and uh, so many domestic games, although Juranovic can't play in that, they would still look to add him to the squad because. They've got that many games domestically. Barcelona's just one of them. Yeah, I totally, totally agree with that. I think that <clears throat> there will be bids for Juranovic. Done himself absolutely no harm with his performances in the World Cup. And when you see a right back coming in of the quality of Alistair Johnson, um, great education co- in the game coach, he's had as well. Coach coached coached from well a, from yeah, a young age. Young age. I know a lot about him. I know his strengths and weaknesses. And um, Look, one is one's got to go. He's not going to carry three right backs like, like Johnson, Yaranovic, mm. and Ralston. So it looks like the money's on Yaranovic leaving this mm. in the January window. Do you know how I can tell that you're distracted by our Christmas night out to Top Golf? You've not even clocked the fact that I've forgotten to give you a teaser up until now, mm. and it's half past seven. Oh, it's usually, usually the first, <laughs> usually the first to whinge. Uh, that I'm not giving you time So I'm going right, to speak cool. to Williams a Celtic fan In just a sec So let me give you Stephen's question tonight Full time mm. at Clyde1.com It is a, a twist On what we did last night Since the 2010-11 season 10 British players Have scored for Rangers At Pataudry In A league game So since 2010-11 10 British players Have scored for Rangers At Pataudry In a league game and the difference in approach last night See Roger Hanna, Andy Halliday mm. they, actually, they actually try and remember the games and they, they, You yeah. just shout random uh, names Boyd. at me yeah. No Why Why have you went for Boyd right away? I thought it Kent was... Yes Because you remember the goals the goal. yeah, That's oh, the way to the do it One right? over the top I remember that one Well, sort of, yeah Okay Scott Wright I don't remember a game to be quite honest with you So I probably <laughs> got that wrong um, uh, Tavernier Tavernier's got That's to be one isn't it? Well done yes right, Free uh, kick Ryan Jack Yes, yes, yes His former team yeah. Okay we're getting there now Three down seven to go Let's bring in William uh, Who is a Celtic fan What is on your mind tonight William We were just chatting transfers But I know you may have Other things to discuss 
I think uh, listening to Angie Day and listening to Jim before Jim Goodwin before the game, I think the the, the hint was there that Jim was going to part the bus. You know, I, I, me myself, I don't like it because I like to see you no know, open football. I like to see two teams trying to win the game. But although uh, Jim probably looked at it and think think to himself where his Aberdeen team is right now, I think he's still got. I think what he's done in a short period of time has been good at Aberdeen compared to where they were last season. You know, so I think. Jim still get a few transfer windows to to fix what he's wanting to fix in the Aberdeen team. So I think there's a lot to do with that as well, you know, rather than uh, between Celtic and Rangers and how and the different challenges that he, that he's got when when it comes to home, especially when they're scoring a lot of goals in Petardry. You know, it, it was a bit of a surprise because they scored four goals against Hibs, four goals against a few teams up there. You know, so. It was a wee bit of a surprise because I do think there's goals in that Aberdeen team, you know. But I just look at it and I look at it and I, I think even Livingston, when you look at Livingston tomorrow, I think Livingston are good at being underdogs, you know. They, they, they've took points off Aberdeen and they've took points off Hearts, you know. So I think looking at it, and Angie's right, it's different challenges and I think it's more to do with what Jim's talking about. I think the transfers, I would like to see a striker coming in. Uh, I know you're talking about three right backs there, you know, so there's obviously that's not going to work, you know. I think Ralston's been really good every time he's played for Celtic, and I think you need that connection uh, with young players coming through uh, at Celtic. So I think there's there's, there's a lot of wee, a lot of wee factors in with everything that Jim Goodwin said, a lot of factors in that what Poston Coglu said. Matthew Rangers played really well in the second half against Hibs, so I think there's. I think he probably will part the bus tonight and maybe get a wee bit more joy against Rangers tonight than they did against Celtic, even though it took Celtic to the last five minutes to score, you know. But I just think Jim, I just think Jim Goodwin uh, knows where his team is right now and it's probably know where he wants it to be. Well, we're not too far away from finding out. Kick off 25 uh, minutes away now, Mark Wilson. Um Look, we're obsessed with the psychology And this, this just goes back to everything that Ange Postacoglu is saying About how it all gets lumped together But only two teams can win this Right, that, that we, we know that So that that's why we do it And tonight, again, in very simple terms You see what Rangers can do If they happen to drop the ball What an opportunity for Celtic And as William says Although tomorrow is a fixture that Celtic are very much favourites At home if Rangers do win, there's still that tiny little added need for Celtic to go and respond. Ange Postacoglu yeah. would 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 argue that and say, you know, they're just focusing on themselves again. That's fine. You know what? It's not that we're disagreeing with that, but for us on the outside, if you're looking at if we've got any semblance of a title race, then that's what it's going to need to be. Of course, if, if Rangers win tonight, obviously they, they close the gap until Celtic play. And I've said before, I've been there. Even though you're ahead in the league, you still go into it with that wee bit added pressure that you know you cannot drop anything because it just gives that little bit of hope to Rangers as the opposition. Uh, and they'll think, right, okay, even before Christmas is done, we've chipped away at. The points deficit and Michael Beale would sit back and go, there we go, we're off to a flyer. So whatever happens tonight, Celtic have to concentrate on their own performance and take three points. And that's got to be the way up until the game in the 2nd of January for both. Got to say, it's, it's a harder challenge for Rangers. If you look at the two fixtures, definitely a harder challenge for Rangers tonight. Um, and Beale will know that. Beale will know that his first two games for Rangers, he could have probably picked easier opposition if he, if he had to unpick anybody in the league. 
It's certainly when they've been Hibs at home yeah. and then Aberdeen away. And so then the logistics of it all because he goes to Dingwall on County. Friday. Yeah. So difficult spell. I'm not exactly flying. To, but to, to be fair, I, I don't think Jim Goodwin have been sitting thinking I'll take Celtic, Celtic Rangers. Rangers. Yeah. <laughs> I know he's got them at home. Yeah. But yeah. Going back to Wilkins' point about Aberdeen as well, I think Aberdeen under Jim has improved massively. But he's spent in the region of two million. Um, I think that they will continue. I think that this year is a case of trying to get that third spot, but. I keep going back to I do understand being more cautious against you know in Celtic and Saturday, but you've got to have another bit of a plan to say right okay it's great when we've not got the ball we're making it very difficult we're sitting very deep we're not giving Celtic space but hold on a minute somewhere along mm-hmm. the line we're going to get the ball and they had no plan after that so tactically that was wrong because they kicked the ball up the yep. park and people go they had two strikers up there well you'd been better sitting them in the stand they weren't contributing in tomorrow they then the service. now I have no idea what the bookmakers odds would be Celtic would be by a mile favourites to win a home game against Livingston sorry Marvin Bartley if you're listening but they were the last team out with <laughs> Rangers uh, apart from Rangers to deny Celtic a victory at Celtic Park Domestically The one uh, nil, Misses a penalty Nil-nil October 2021 Yeah um, and Celtic have won Every other League game at home Since then Against you know All the other teams And you know what I think that day Was Livy not denied a penalty uh, In the closing mm. stages Where the goalkeeper Came out and Was it Joe Harpon Shobalai was it So Although Celtic missed a penalty, Livy could have scored as well. And they made it incredibly difficult for Celtic that day. You know, they defended well. Celtic just couldn't find the answer. So, look, Ange Postacoglu has seen it before. He knows how treacherous these games, mm. these so-called easy fixtures can be. I mean, don't get me wrong, Gordon. The fact that that was October 2021 mm. tells you that Celtic don't have too many of those days uh, at home. But it... it just whether it's just a reminder or you know nothing more than that, that every now and then it, it it can happen because the focus always goes on to how much more difficult it is away from home when you go to Livy when you go to St Mirren um, but, but Livy like mm. I say the last team apart from Rangers to go to Celtic Park domestically and prevent Celtic you wouldn't, you wouldn't take anything away from Dave Martindale and Livy on that they're, they're absolutely not and I'm not trying to but I think Celtic are a much stronger team in the sense that, you know, they look at against Aberdeen on at the weekend, Gordon. Everybody, well, a lot of people are sitting thinking, oh, this could be a draw. They find a way to break this mm. these teams down. Think the menta- so what, do you think the mentality's improved? I, I just think... Because I'm looking at the personnel, it's not. It's obviously not hugely different. You know, the, McGregor played, uh, the attacking trio was Jackimakis, Abada and Jota, but Kyogo came on before the hour mark, James Forrest came on, Look, there are one or two little differences because Mikey Johnson came on, mm-hmm. whereas this time it might be Haxabanovic. You know, so um, near Beaton played, where this time it might be Matarelli or Hatati. So the, the squad's evolved, but is, is maybe the, the evolution of the mentality as important? I think they're growing stronger as a side, Uh I really do, um, and it's been it's been shown. You know, Dingwall as well. Um, when their, their backs were against the wall and needed that, and Ralston pops up. Um, Saturday The captain pops up They've got a great belief now A great strength in their side um, You know the uh, Even the substitutions That can That, that I think Poster Coglu's grown into The Scottish game as well As much as he's hit the ground running You look at his substitutions Every time he makes them They make an impact We, we spoke about it tonight 
a bad day at the weekend come on and I think gave Celtic such a lift so um, yeah I think the mentality is a lot better because I think they've grown as a team and when you get that as a togetherness and you think yeah we're in a difficult day here which every team gets let's be honest every team gets it they just find that belief and will to go and, and break teams down and win uh, Thank you William 01419511025 How are things going on this teaser then uh, and just a reminder this is what Stephen uh, did tonight and it's exactly what we're looking for from you if you're up for it come up with a question email it to me fulltime at clade1.com and then we see if the pundits can come up with the answers to your question so it's quite good fun um, Stephen's sitting at home expecting these two to mess up I'm sure 10 British players have scored for Rangers at Pitodry in the league since 2010-2011 you've got Kent Tavernier and Jack I might be on the boundaries here and I might be out Stephen Nesmith no Steve Davis surely no. must have scored what about the four Yes, 2019. Goldson. Did no. we say Goldson? Oh, no. d- did McCrory score before he went to Aberdeen? Well done. Yeah. What a shout yeah, that is. Well done. Yes. Okay, I'll give you some more thinking time and we'll get the rest of the answers and go back to Pitodry next. Hugh. Merry Christmas from Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon Dale and Mark Wilson are here uh, Still time for you to get in touch if you fancy though 01419511025 Or indeed Twitter At Clyde SSB We're trying uh, to test these two out And it's working fairly well on the full time teaser tonight uh, Stephen asked them if they could name since 2010-11 10 British players that have scored for Rangers At Pataudry in a league game uh, you're doing quite well Ryan Kent James Tavernier And Ryan Jack Of the current squad You've got Jermaine Defoe And Ross McCrory who Of course mm-hmm. is now an Aberdeen player Anymore during the break Yeah We got the most important two The rug Andy Halliday <laughs> The rug <laughs> Uh huh Our very own uh, yeah. Kenny Miller And formerly Our yeah, very, very own own. There we are and We'll get him back For a special Christmas appearance Don't worry I'm watching the results If you, had, mi- if you had missed out Those two <laughs> You would have been in trouble Kyle Lafferty Oh well done Yes, yes. Mark and So we've got two to go Have we You have got Two to go I was going to go down the road oh, no. one... Yeah two sorry Is, sorry, is sorry. one an ex Aberdeen player That went to Rangers who are you thinking? I'm thinking of a lad that played wide left. Is it Stuart? Greg, Greg Stewart. Stewart. Nah. Oh, good effort, oh. eh? Nope. Sorry. Good effort. Okay, let's bring in Alan, who's called all the way from Perth, Australia. How's it going, Alan? I am. I'm very good, thanks. I'm, I'm still half asleep because I, I woke up about thirty minutes ago, and then I realised that I went to Radio Guide. Tuesday and a Thursday. Best nights of the week. <laughs> what time is it, Alan? What what, what time is it? Uh, uh, <laughs> I woke. Well, I woke up. I wasn't going to angels, <laughs> but the body was up, and then I thought, "What?" Oh no, Alan's line's not great. The signal's not great. I can't hear him. Let's see if producer Chris can. So we can try and get it cleared up. Did he's in, he's in Perth, Australia. No, only no Melbourne. Had a good night out in Perth. So I did. Did you not know, say it was the best nightclub you've ever been? But that was Sydney. Oh, but sorry. then uh, a, a couple of days later, we went out in Perth. That was. Is that uh, all you think about? Yeah. Ah, it got us through three weeks. Uh. It's quarter to four in the morning. 
And he gets up to listen Why is he getting up to listen to us? He's going to watch the game obviously Oh right okay. No let's just pretend it's solely for us ah. But um, That was nice Nice I, him Do you know what that, that is incredible isn't it It shows you the loyalty to Football in general He's up mm. to watch his team And as part of that build up We're part of that build up oh, So he phones in yeah. Quarter to four in the morning I'm touched And what did he <laughs> Okay um, Right <laughs> I, th- I think we've got him back Alan so it's quarter to four in the morning Do you always get up to watch The, the midweek games at that the Rangers are playing in? I well, I try, but my I don't usually set the alarm, but my body wakes me up anyway, and then I check the time. But then I realised it's a Tuesday night, Mark and Gordon are on. I had to phone in. Two legends of the game, you know what I mean? Absolutely so, brilliant Spot on I, no, I don't know about that He's listening He's, Thanks Alan, Alan Alan was out Before he phoned in That's <laughs> I think um, How long have you been Over there Alan You've not lost your accent I really drink I've, I've been here 21 years 21 um, years That's amazing Because was it not exactly 21 days that you lasted In Australia I, I, I Before throwing your toys hours. Out the pram And uh, coming back No listen that, That's a false story But listen Alan's made a life Over Wasn't there fake news Over there Yeah And um, you know It's a fantastic country Alan's made a life over there <laughs> getting very serious Alan anyway when the game kicks off in about 10 minutes how are you feeling is it going to be worth your while getting up well would you know what I've got my two boys I'm picking my two boys up in the morning early and I'm going to make them breakfast so I hope it's worth it because I'm picking them up at 9 o'clock so I think we're going to win right I with Michael Beal back after watching it, I know Leverkusen was a friendly, but the Hibs game, forget the first half, second half, outstanding. You know, I, I, I think tactically, the, the, the way we're, you know, the, the intensity we're playing it as well. And we've got the players, let's be honest, we've got the best players. If we play the way we should, we're going to do it. Plus Connor goals, and that's my main point. I've been his biggest critic. I mean, really, I always picking out the the negative in him. But since he's been at the team, we've really, you can see, we've really struggled. So apologies to Big Connor. Uh, what a player! <laughs> what, what a player! <laughs> he's gone from his biggest critic, a focus on the negatives, and he's now come round to what a player. Please apologise. I like that. We said it earlier. You. Don't know what you've got yeah. until, it gone, so yeah. until it's gone Sometimes it happens Mark. It's just been a, a problem position for Rangers this season Because I don't even think Golson was at his best When he started the season However he was still better than the rest And then you look at who's beside him It was Sands, it's been Lundstrom Davies comes in Then Davies disappears somewhere And, and we're told he's, he's a bit off at sometimes Suter obviously is that one game he's played and then he disappears? Hollander there is seems miles, miles away. away. So seems. there is no consistency in that position. Mm. And what Beal really needs just now is a reliable centre half. And Golson has proved over he's the years a, he has that. He's Rangers' best centre. He's Rangers' best defender. Let's not be kidding. He's, he's their best defender by a country mile for me. Um, and he did have a bit of criticism at times. Um, but you, you're right Gordon It's not until they're out of the team That you mm-hmm. sit back and you think Listen, he, he held things together He held the defence together I think he he worked very well with Tavernier as well And I think McGregor will miss him as well uh, Thank you very much Alan Enjoy your morning If that's mm-hmm. the right expression Thank you very much for taking the time I really do appreciate it
Cheers, guys. Cheers, Alan. Good man. That was Alan. Australia. Ten to four in the morning. Unbelievable. In five minutes, us and he's cozying back into the sheets, isn't he? Right. Do you know what he's we'll do? Away. Let's quickly mm-hmm. round off the teaser now, and then we'll finish by going back to Petodre and get more of the the atmosphere there. I'm sure. So we're looking for is it two more players that have scored British players that have scored for Rangers in the league at Petodre since 2010-11. Wait, wait, right. How far back are we going, Gordon? 2017 for both of them. Clint Hill? No. No, but that sort of era. Mm, further up the pitch. Rob Kearland. Fam- oh, further up famous pitch. footballing dad as well. Sh- oh, oh, I'm glad I never said that there. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so glad. Josh Windass. Josh Windass. Who were you going to say? He was going to say she- Timothy Weir or something. No, I was going to say Shields. Never mind. Um, okay, and 2017, <laughs> but would have been his second spell at Rangers, I guess. Went down to Liverpool in between times. Danny and Wilson. so on. Ah, <sighs> Danny Wilson There we go Well done Full time at Clyde1.com Send your teasers in For future reuse How is it Building up at Petodre Gabriel Yeah it's cranking up here Gordon The North East Rangers fans Packing out the left hand side Of the South Stand In anticipation They are here to see The second game of the Michael Beal era of course it began with that enthralling 3-2 comeback victory over here Bernie on Thursday night but the new manager knows he must improve his team must get better here if they want to head back down the road with three points uh, they face a resolute Aberdeen side who were just three minutes away from holding champion Celtic to a stalemate here at the weekend and the Dons stick with that 5-3-2 formation that they used manager Jim Goodwin Uh, is resolutely stubborn he said that he is the manager but it remains to be seen if they will be as defensive as they were against the hoops he's made two changes from that team with Liam Scales and Jaden Richardson coming in the team is as follows it's Kellerus in goal a back three of Ross McCrory Anthony Stewart and Liam Scales with Jaden Richardson and Hayden Coulson as wing backs Connor Barron and Ilbert Ramdani in midfield with Leighton Clarkson just in front of them Bojan Miofsky and Duke are the two strikers. The big news for Rangers is the return of Connor Golds and a key figure in their back line. He's playing for the first time in nearly two months. He's the only change from that victory over Hibernian last week. He comes in for John Lundstrom, who drops to the bench. Leon King and Ben Davies are among the substitutes. Antonio Cholak headlines the list of absentees. Alan McGregor is in goal. It's a back four of James Tavenier, James Sands, Connor Goldson and Adam Devine. Ryan Jack and Glenn Kamara in midfield with Malik Tillman just ahead of them. Ryan Kent and Fashion Sakala out wide. Alfredo Morelos leads the line. Now this will be fiery, ferocious. These two teams love playing against each other. Aberdeen are winless in the past 13 league meetings with the Jers. Their last win over them here came courtesy of James Madison's right boot thundering in a free kick back in 2016. But this is a Jers team under new management. They're still hampered by injuries and they are trying to hold on to Celtic's coattails in the league. Can the Jers deliver another big result at Petodre? Kickoff is just five minutes away. And it should be an absolute cracker. Whatever happens, we will reflect on it all tomorrow at six o'clock, right here in the usual place with Hugh Keevans and Jim Duffy. We're off for our mini Christmas night out. Yeah, oh, we've got the game recorded after yeah. Top Golf. Yeah. We're all going back to the flat to watch yeah, the game back. Yeah, I wouldn't set foot in that place if my life <laughs> depended on it. Thank you. We are back tomorrow with Hugh and Jim at six, and Callum Gallagher's up next. <laughs>